Welcome to a late evening edition of uh, Shocker Talk with Anthony. And just bring you up to date. Today is March 30th, and i uh, bring you up to date. Former Wichita State commit Jadon Michael has reopened his recruitment. Michael took to Twitter on Monday to announce that he no longer intends to sign with the Shockers. He thanked head coach Greg Marshall for giving him opportunity. And also said that due to recent worldwide events and the COVID-19 virus that he did not feel comfortable moving that far away from home. He is from North Carolina. He said, due to everything that is going on in the world, I just don't feel 100% comfortable traveling so far from home, Michael said in his statement. He went ahead and thanked Coach Marshall, but he said, unfortunately, he will be reopening his recruitment in hopes of looking for a school closer to home. Now, I would like to say that I was excited about his credentials because uh, if you look at the other recruits that we have coming in, we have a point guard, we have some wing players, and on my social media, I have people just blowing my social media up talking about we have too many wing players, we have too many wing players, and they are their concern is that having too many wing players means somebody's going to be happy with their minutes. The reason I was excited about Michael, I had a chance to chat with his younger brother via Twitter, and basically he described his brother as... One who is a player who is relentless in the paint, loves to play defense, loves to rebound. Those two attributes right there will get you playing time in Greg Marshall's system. Rebounding and defense. His game is also inside. He is basically out here, he's deadly from 15 feet on in. And that's a breath of fresh air to hear because today's game is centered around the three-point shot. Not only is three-point shot a contagious shot in the NBA, it is also trickled into NCAA. Uh, around here, even at Wichita State, we've seen our fair share of three-point shots going up. Not saying that all of them went in. And I can only put it bluntly. That's how we see it. So to have someone that was potentially coming here and to have them open their recruitment, I believe that's going to be a loss because from what I'm hearing, he was going to be one that was going to be counted on. Even at such a young age, coming in as a freshman, he was going to be heavily counted on to provide some good minutes in the paint. Then you throw in the fact that we've recently lost a seven-footer in Ashbourne Midgard which I also find very interesting because his situation now is going to be that uh, sit one year, play one year. And there are some schools that have reached out to him. And I'm talking some schools that are not playing for St. Mary's with the blind, but I'm talking about teams such as Marquette, Xavier, I do believe was on that list. It was some named schools looking at Ashbourne Midgard. And I guess because the fact he's a big seven foot kid so we wish him the best of luck but I think losing LaDon Michael was a blow however Wichita State did sign another 6'6 player 
So we're just going to see how things play out. I mean. We're looking at the recruits at the same time. We also don't know if there will be a season, which I'm pretty sure by then, hopefully we'll have this thing figured out. But I brought up Ashburn Midgar and the schools that were showing interest in him. Uh, Marquette being one of them. Uh, here are the schools that are reaching out to Ashburn Midgar right now. Xavier. Marquette, Minnesota, Utah, Weber State, NJIT, and Kyle Baptist have already reached out to former Wichita State Center Ashburn Midgard, who entered his name in the transfer transfer portal on Friday. So, the big kid is getting some looks right now. At seven foot tall, 267 pounds, I'm pretty sure there's a curiosity about him. So, like I said, wish him the best. Moving right along. So, what do we have on the team right now as we speak? Well, right now we have Craig Porter, who's a six foot two combo guard out of the junior college ranks, whose home is from. Terre Haute, Indiana. Let that soak in for a while. Terre Haute, Indiana. We are very familiar with Terre Haute, Indiana because that is home of the Indiana State Sycamores. That's also the alma mater of an NBA Hall of Famer. I'm pretty sure he's in the College Basketball Hall of Famer. Larry Bird. That name ring a bell to you. Yes, Larry Bird played in Terre Haute, Indiana at Indiana State University. So we got Craig Porter, a 6'2 combo guard. We also have Alteric Gilbert, a transfer point guard from Connecticut. Mind you, UConn has decided to go back to the Big East. However, Alteric I guess he liked the AAC so much so that he decided he was going to stay in the conference. He decided to transfer to Wichita State. I believe that's a good pick as well, too, because he's no slouch of a player. As a matter of fact, he did Wichita State up, I believe, like 18 points one game, 14 the next game. So he's a, he's a player to be reckoned with, and I think he can't do nothing but help the team. Also, we have a Chauncey Jenkins, who's from Virginia from Virginia, out of Virginia, and also North Carolina prep star Ricky Council, who's a 6'5 player. And from what I'm hearing, Ricky Council's probably cutting the same old as a... can't think of the name now. Dexter Dennis. So, it'd be interesting to see how these players all mesh well together and all gel together. Now, as I stated on my Facebook page... It is said that we have too many wing players. However, I think that the departure of LaDonna Michael is going to open up the recruiting again. And I think if calculations are right, 
there's the possibility that now we may spend a couple of scholarships and get a couple of bigs. But my thing, though, is how do you find bigs? I know you want the traditional center, but the game has evolved from what the traditional center used to be. Uh, how can I say it? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Dwight Howard. It would have been interesting to see how he would have played out the rest of this season had things not happened where they had. Those are your traditional centers. Your non-traditional centers would be like Dirk Nowinski's. The guys that can stretch, that can take you inside and outside. Uh, Kevin Durant. He's not your typical center. He can take you down low or he can take you out and pop the three. So the game has evolved for as we call it, the bigs. Now, go up the road to Lawrence, Kansas. Adoka Azabuke, he was more like the traditional throwback. He can go up, get the rebound, take back up, and dunk it. But that is not today's game. And I hate to say it, I think that the college game is starting to imitate or emulate the professional game because if you look at the stats of three-point shots going up in the game, it's very astronomical as compared to what it was maybe you could say 10 years ago. So, how do you classify a big and the role of a true five man? How do you classify his role in today's game? I'm going to take a pause and I will be right back in a few minutes. So I'm back with you, and next we're going to look at each individual recruit and see what they bring to the table there. First of all, there's Ricky Council, a 6'4 guard out of Durham, North Carolina. He's rated as a three-star athlete. There are no predictions on him at this time. But the main thing is he's from that North Carolina area. And it seems like Greg enjoys going to that area because even LaDun Michael was a North Carolina native. So Greg seems to have his hand in that North Carolina area. The next recruit be Chauncey Jenkins. He's a 6'4 shooting guard, 165 pounds, out of Minchville High School in Newport News, Virginia. Uh, there are no ratings as far as how many stars, if he's a one star, two star, three, maybe five star. But he is a shooting guard listed at 6'4, 165 pounds. Then there's Craig Porter out of Vincennes University, which is a junior college, which is a storied junior college that has some rich tradition. I remember seeing some of those teams back in my days when I went to Hutchinson Community College, and year in the year out, they put a good product on the floor. So to have a player of this caliber 
was a gem. He was ranked one of the top point guards coming out, I think, number 17, according to uh, Ju- Juco Recruiting. So, there's the point guard situation, solid, I do believe, for Wichita State. Basically, Craig Porter's a 6'1", 165-pound point guard from Dennis, Indiana, who has committed to Wichita State. His timeline basically looks like this. He was offered scholarship by Iona on March 29th. The Akron Zips also offered him a scholarship, as did St. Bonaventure, the Bonnies. However, on March 29th, Wichita State offered him a scholarship, and on the same day, Craig Porter commits to Wichita State. So, they basically had them two point guards, and it's just a matter of who's going to get the job. You also have to remember, we still have Tyson Etienne in there. So there's a possibility there could be a red shirt somewhere. Now, I don't know this. I haven't heard no one speculate on this. But I wouldn't put it past that Tyson Etienne gets a red shirt. Then we have Clarence Jackson. No soon as Don Michael decommitted. Clarence Jackson committed. He's a JUCO transfer from Polk State College. And the word on him pretty much is he was a hard commit. He was 100% determined. Uh, national basketball analyst. 72 out of 72 for 100 percent all-time 203 out of 216 for 93.98 percent his recruiting rankings wichita state 37.61 rank 66 those are just some analytics that i'll have someone else break down eventually but what's so unique about Clarence Jackson, if I'm correct, he basically is that one that says he's been waiting to play angry. So he's been following Wichita State. Clarence Jackson is a 6'6", 185-pound small forward from Lakeland, Florida. He has committed to Wichita State. Matter of fact, his prediction goes like this. Basically, what they're saying about him before he even signed, his coach, Brian Snow, predicted that Clarence Jackson will commit to Wichita State. And on March 29th, that's exactly what he did. So now we'll see which way the recruiting. Heads from here. We got the point guards, we got the wing players. So now, do we use those scholarships and go for a couple of bigs? Maybe one from the JUCO ranks, 
and maybe one from the high school ranks. That way, one from the high school ranks. If there is a red shirt, it'd be feasible to red shirt them. But that also depends on if over the summer, Isaiah Porbert Chandler comes back improved because a lot of people are not giving him much. They say he's a nice kid, but can he handle it? He's a 6'8 burly body, so he could play the uh, power forward and hopefully some center if need be. You also have to keep in mind the reason the red shirt sounds good if they bring in high school is because Wichita State still has Joseph Abelow who red shirt this past season. So he should give us some immediate help on the inside. And if we get a JUCO transfer, in other words, that translates to some experience at the college level, which would make sense if they get a high schooler, you go ahead and redshirt him. I think that makes sense, unless he's one that can play right away. Then you have a rotation in the paint if you want that. But I'm pretty sure Greg Marshall has a plan. So that's what we're dealing with right now. How do I think this team will look? Well, basically, it's going to be a brand new team. So the leaders on the team most definitely have to be Tyson Etienne, Dexter Dennis, who would be a junior, Trey Wade, who would be a senior. Those have to be your team leaders right there. And I believe they're equipped to do it. But for now, I'm getting ready to sign off. Thank you for listening to my podcast. And if you just feel like shooting the breeze, reach out to me. 316-553-2010 or 316-393-9165. We can sit down and chat and talk sports. Wichita State sports. Or whatever you want to talk about. But I thank you for listening to my podcast. I'm signing out.